truth, truth be told, we uh, we got about fifteen minutes into this conversation, and I never uh, I never hit record. We'll, we'll do it again. <laughs> so, so we'll have to do it again. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly interested in hearing you tell people to take the tampon out. Uh, <laughs> no, but but I think I think as as we're talking, right? Just just the 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 issues that are going on, but the number of excuses and number of reasons I think that people spend looking for reasons that they won't work out or things won't go in their best interest. It's like. No shit, right? Like, like I was talking to one of the kids about this recently, about Charlie Brown, right? And how, like, they're like, why, why is Charlie Brown? He's always, he's always losing, right? He's always, he's always like the the butt of all jokes. Everybody's like, oh, Charlie Brown, Jesus, you're so annoying. Like, and and I never realized it as a kid. I mean, I always knew that, but now as a as a you know forty four year old man with four kids, I look and I'm like, God, you know what? Charlie Brown is a freaking pessimist. Every single thing that he says, dude, is just pessimism, right? It's like, oh, she probably won't like me. Oh, I guess they don't want me here. Oh, I guess I'll probably never get the part in the play. I'll probably never. It's like, and and I think there's so much to be learned from that. And I can't believe that more people haven't talked about that. Like more people haven't said that, hey, you know what? Like if you want to sit there and look at life as poor me, poor me, poor me, dude, absolutely, man. You'll find, you'll find lots of uh, support, right? Because misery loves company. But the flip side is, if you look at it as, I can, I can, and I will, you'll find a lot of support as well. Because there's a lot of people that, like I look at, I think I actually mentioned it on one of the last podcasts, like I look at it as, if you seek certain things out, like if you seek out people that are better than you, people that you look up to, people that you want to, you know, you want to associate with, all of a sudden, like the, the world like opens up that gate and, you know, you might seek one person out and you got like six people and you're like, holy shit, like, right? The, the... And, and you can look at it any way you want. I mean, I know we're both Catholics, as crazy as that is. Sometimes I feel like I, I'm going to be struck dead for, for being a Catholic. But, but you know, but the thing is, it's like you, you look at it as whether it's a religious thing, whether it's a philosophical thing, whether you believe in, you know, space alien, robot God. If you, if you put shit out there, negative and positive, that's what you're going to get back. Right. Like 100% guarantee, right? I mean, and I think, you know, we were talking about the, the 75 Hard Facebook group. And how people will ask an honest question, right? If you take it at face value, do I really have to drink a gallon of water? I mean, if, if we're being direct, it's yes, you do. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. But when you give somebody that, that answer, they immediately are like, oh, well, that's stupid. Uh, you asked the question, man. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, right? Like, <laughs> it's a basic question, gets a basic answer, but then it's you, you already knew what you wanted to hear. So why'd you ask the question in the first place? And I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, those those people don't belong in the program. Don't do it. Because no one's putting a gun in your head. Nobody's saying you have to do this, you have to do that, right? Yeah. And that, that's, I mean, that is, that's it exactly. And that's why, I mean, it was when I first listened to the podcast about the program and, you know, and, and Frisella says in there, he's like, you know, I can I can have conversations with people and I can tell yeah, you you went seventy five days, but you didn't do the program. Like, I mean, that, it's that Facebook group is at just a ton of people who you signed up for a Facebook group, you went through some motions, you didn't do everything, and now you want to wear this as badge honor. Not so much, right? right? But it's but it's awful, right? It's it's because remember there was 
there was an original 75 Hard right. group, but there were so many people in it that either hadn't done the program or weren't doing the program correctly. So that's yeah. why they started this one. And one of the requirements was you attest that you've done the program. Right. And I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you less than 10% of the people in that group have even, even done like 75 Hard or you know, hard, light, modified, whatever. Some version of it. Probably five yeah. percent have actually done the program. Right? Yeah. Like because even like like somebody was like, Hey, I'm I'm looking at starting the program again. I did it four times last year but didn't complete it at all. Right? Do you have any advice? You know, so like I was like, Hey, what what day did you get to? Right? What was the, the yeah. top day? They're like forty six. I'm like, All right, we'll try to get to day fifty. Like, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, what about you? I'm like, well, I've, I've done the program twice. They're like, oh, you did 75 for twice? I'm like, no, live hard twice. Started yeah. for a third time, you know, tomorrow. But it's one of those things where I feel like we spend so much time saying what we're going to do yep. versus just doing it. Yep. Right? Like, like even, even this podcast. I mean, it was 3.30. You were like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Sure. When? About four. Perfect. Right. Right, but but there's a there's a huge difference between that or what we've been saying. Hey, you want to do a podcast? You want to do a podcast? You want to do a podcast? And you know, you're busy, I'm busy, whatever. But obviously, there were more important things. Yeah, I mean, it worked, right? And that's and that's totally cool. But I feel like if if more people would just say that, like, hey, man, you want to get together and grab a beer? Uh, yeah, sure. But dude, let's do it in like April because I've got so many other things that I need to take care of before I can have a beer with you and just have mindless. Nothing, right? Like, but nobody says that because you're so afraid of. Like, I'd rather not answer your call and just ignore you and avoid you than tell you, "Hey, I don't have time for this, dude." Like, leave me alone. Yeah. No. I, I, again, it comes down to action, inaction, and, and, and truthfulness. I mean, how many people? You know, they made that movie, Yes Man. I mean, you know, how many people just aren't? I, I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong movie, but it's just, you know, are afraid to say what they truly feel because of how, you know, they've been conditioned not to. Did we just hit your, uh, like, homoerotic side with that movie? I mean, that was a weird movie to, to question. Isn't that the gay movie? Isn't that the movie about the two gay dudes or no? No. Isn't no? Yes Man, uh, isn't that the Jim Carrey one where he has to say yes to everything? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, there was something else that, came, that bombed in the theater. Everybody was like, I can't remember the, the actor's name. But it was just oh. in the theaters, and it was, um, oh, bros or something. I, yes, I man, bro. I guess that was me wishful thinking. I was wishful thinking that you you were talking about <laughs> that. Uh, no, but but I think I think that's it, right? It's 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 this. We're, we're gosh, I just got a uh, we got Chinese food last night, right? And we opened up our fortune cookies today, and. It was like for mine, I opened it up. I don't eat the cookie because I don't really like them anymore. I'm like, all right, here you go, kids. Who wants it? But you know, I don't. I don't believe in those fortune cookies. I don't think they, they like predict your future, like palm reading, whatever it is. But at the same time, it's like the older I get and the more ingrained with like just being in control of your own destiny, the more I look at them. Like, man, you know what? Like these are accurate if you want it to be, right? But it's like if 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 you read something that said you are going to die in a house fire, I mean, you're probably going to spend the rest of your life like, holy shit, like, let's check the outlets. Let's check this. Like, thinking that you're going to die in a house fire, right? But this this one was, it was, you know, like, 
it's important not to fear failure. Simple. But I think most people are so afraid of whether it's failure, whether it's rejection, right? Like asking the chick out on a date or, you know, asking, you know, a boss for a day off or saying, hey, I don't understand that. Can you, can you explain that to me again? Because we, we'd rather not look stupid because we're afraid of what if, what if I look dumb, what if this, then ask the question and get it right. You know what I mean? Or ask for help, right? I think that's that's probably especially with like with men, right? Men have a hard time asking for help. I mean, it's a it's a it's a fact, right? Because we can we can do everything. But when you do finally ask somebody for help or ask me for a favor, chances are you're doing that person a favor because they're like, "Holy shit, man! Like, I'm so glad that you reached out for help." Right? I've been waiting ten years to help you, dude. This is awesome. Like, you helped me. You know, when my back against the wall, now I get the opportunity to do it. Well, and it's, we've talked about it in the past, just mindset and how that comes into, I mean, anything, whether it's visualization or, or any of that. And I'm, I'm, you know, planning, I got the, the daily stoic journal that I'm starting tomorrow. Nice. Uh, but I, seven stoic virtues or values that you have to have or something along those lines. And, uh, and the first one was, don't ever let anybody hear you complain and bringing it back to the Charlie Brown thing. And he, and he goes on to say, and that's, that's yourself included because if you're sitting there and you're Debbie Downer and you're, Oh, woe is me. I'll never figure this out. Oh my gosh. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. Then you never will. Hmm. And it, you know, take the action, take the action and you don't have to complain, but ask for help. Ask to ask, Hey, how do I do this? How can I, how can I go this way? And like you had mentioned as well, you know, seek out people that are better than you in order to learn from them. So, you know, crabs in a bucket. Like, you know, if, yeah. you're, if you're looking for better people, you're not going to let the people below you pull you down. Well, it's funny. So, you, so is, is that Ryan Holiday's book? Does he have the, the Daily yeah. Stoic? Yeah. So that's that's probably the only one I haven't read. I'm Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. So the, the, the last book I'm going to finish today is this one. Nice. It's a new one. Yep. And it's good. I mean, I'm like three quarters done, so I'm hoping I get it completed, right? But I still got 100, 100 pages left. But it's 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 along the same lines, right? Like just how, you know, if you really want freedom, right? If you really want the ability to, to I mean, we all want to do what we want to do, right? But you've got to earn that, right? Like it's like, you know, and, and I know Rogan's talked about it, right? Like where there's times where, he, he wants to go do something, right? He wants to go, you know, see a movie or go drinking or go fuck off or do whatever. But he doesn't feel that he earned it. And he doesn't go. Right? So it's like, or, or, or shit, even you and I, we've talked about that in the past where it's like, okay, you know, you're going you're gonna to do X today. And what happens if you don't do that? Right? It's like, I'm not going to sit there and, and rip your head off, but you've got to rip your own head off and say... All right, if I don't if I don't do this by noon, then I'm not going to take a lunch today, right. or I'm not going to get to work out, or I'm not going to get to leave work early and, and head home. Like wh- whatever it is, there's got to be some kind of consequence, right? To to action, or or more importantly, inaction, right? Yeah. If you if you don't act, like if I don't do things, like I put on 20 pounds in the last three months, right? Because I was eating like shit and I was drinking a lot. Sure. But I also know how to turn it back on and be like, all right, yep, fuck it. Right? So, like, when I tell people 
Then I'm starting the program tomorrow. I'm starting the program at 4.30 tomorrow morning. Boom, I'll be outside. Like, yep. don't even have to think about it. Like, because even, even, you know, Holly was like, well, are you not going to drink New Year's Eve? I'm like, why wouldn't I? She's like, well, I know you're starting the program. And I know you'll be up, like, super early. I'm like, I'll be fine. Like, don't, yep. don't worry about that, right? Like, I've already got everything mapped out, scheduled out. And I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I'm, I'm changing up the – I'm not changing the program. I mean, I'm still doing 75 hard. But I'm actually going to do all the, the additional tasks from phase one and phase three and combine it into 75 hard. Okay. So just, you're doing- just to put a different spin on it, right? Because, sure. I mean, I think I told you last year, and I think you saw it's the second time going through it, it's like I, I didn't feel as challenged, right? Like I had to find all these different areas to push myself. And I'm like, you know what, man, maybe if I just do that, it ensures that I'm not just checking boxes. Right, because because again, that's the thing. Like once you've done it, you should be able to do it easily. Yeah, and it really should transcend across all aspects of your life. Yeah, like there should never be a time where you're like, "Oh, I can't do that," or "I'm not able to do that." Like, no, you can fucking do that. Right? Like, right. I mean, even like books. I mean, how many books have you read in the last year? Right? Like, how many have you read in the last year? I, I'd have to count. I mean, I'm still I'm doing. At least ten pages a day, and then you and I know you and I have talked. I mean, um, I picked up the Bible must be two months ago, and every morning I'm reading three pages of the Bible, and then I'm reading ten pages on top of that, and then on top of that, I've been doing the Maxwell book every morning. That's what. Oh, nice. So there's, I finished that Maxwell book for the second year now. And then the Daily Stoic is the – it's similar to, like, the Maxwell book where I think it's, like, one day, like, January Oh, 1st, for each calendar. Okay, January that's cool. And then I'm gonna, I picked up with that one the Daily Stoic journal. So I'll start using that to help me with my journaling and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, the reading has not stopped. Like, I'm, I'm 10 pages minimum every day. I'm reading a book right now. Um it's about the Battle of Shiloh. Oh, nice! Um, and and it's it's technically fiction um, because it's it's written by Jeff Shara, who's the son of the guy who wrote Gods and Generals, um, and so he he puts his own dialogue in of the, like what General Johnston is saying to Beauregard and you know stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I'm still ten pages every morning with that and. Sometimes I get going, I'll read like, you know, 30 pages in a sitting because it's just good. Yeah, you get, so. you get a groove going, right? But it's like, right. but I think you, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there, right? Where it's like, it's just, it's ingrained in you, right? Like you, you become a, a creature of habit. And I think, I think a lot of people look at that as like, oh, I don't ever want to be like that, right? Like I want, again, I want my freedom. But what, what people don't realize is you can do all that shit and still have more freedom than you had before you started doing all that stuff. Right. Right? Like, it's like, I mean, because, again, everybody has the same the same 24 hours in a day. Right? Yeah. But it's like if you hit that right at the beginning, like the second you get up, maybe you get up a little earlier, that's your time, you can knock almost all of that shit out minus the second workout. But if that's all you have left for the rest of the day, you're like, okay, so now I have 14, 15 hours to do one 45-minute workout. You know, and I already took care of the bulk of my, my work work. I took care of, you know, the kids, the wife, like, 
Now I've got all this fucking free time. I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Like, you have too much time. Yeah. Right? And then you think to yourself, like, what did you do? Like, like how much time did you waste before you did this? Like, I, I actually had that conversation with one of the recruiters, like, a week or two ago. Not not from me asking him, hey, show me this, show me that. But it was a question of, like, hey, man, have you ever, like, self-checked your, your, your day? Right? Yeah. Pick a Monday, pick a Tuesday, do a whole week worth. But go through, just for you, no one else is going to see it, write down what time did you get up, yeah. right? What did you do when you first got up, right? Did you did you take a piss first or take a shit? Did you take a shower? Did you go work out? Okay, when did you get back from your workout? What did you do then, right? Like, because what you could do is you can sit there and find, like, holes in your game. You can be like, holy shit, man, like, I've been up for 18 hours and I made two phone calls today. Yeah. And, and, and we all do it. That's the thing. Like, we've, we've all had those times where you're like, oh, my God. Like, I I didn't get anything done today. Right? And then you had those days where you're like, holy shit. I feel like I just had, like, five days worth of work done in one day. And then you look yeah. back at what you did. You're like, fuck, I did. Like, holy shit. All right. You know, but then it's like having that consistency. Okay, can you come back tomorrow and do the same thing? Right. And well, think- and that's. That, that's where, I, again, the program and the power list for me have been have been huge because yeah, I, I did the live hard year, I did seventy five hard again. I've been using the power list the entire time that I'm not doing one of the programs or the program or one of the phases of the program. Um, but that's even with that, you, I've started to see like I've had things on the power list that once they're ingrained, they're no longer on the power list. Like, I drink a gallon of water every day, regardless of anything. I track it in my app. Every day I'm drinking a gallon of water. No longer do I have that on my power list that i got to check that off. Same with reading 10 pages. No longer do I have that on my power list. I've got little mantras or sayings that I say when I wake up that, you know, get the day started properly. No longer do I have that on my power list because it's ingrained in what I do. And it does. It comes down. You start to realize holy shit, by 5.30 when I'm stepping foot into the gym, I've already read 10 pages, I've read my Bible, I've done my you know, my visualization and other things like that. I, how many people could say they've done that if they wake up at 6 a.m. Yep. before noon? Like, it, you know, so I don't know. It's o- just... Almost none. Because, that, because that's the thing, too. Like, like, even with, like, you think of Jocko, right? Jocko, notorious for taking a picture of his watch every day at 4.30 and send it out. Yep. It may be the same picture and over again. Who knows, right? But... Right. But obviously, he's putting in the work. He's putting in the time. But I think what that does is it, it almost like falsely empowers a lot of people. Because a lot of people think, oh, if I get up at 4.30 and just tell everybody, like, send out a picture of me getting up at 4.30 every day, but I didn't do shit. Right. Right? And, and even, like, for Cello talks about that. For Cello talks about, like, how he's not a morning person. Right? right? He'll get up at 9, 10 o'clock. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to be productive, right? So the, 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 the secret is really, like, make the most of the time you have whenever that time comes, right? Like, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a, a, single, a single mom or a single dad and you got, you know, three kids and you work all day and then you got to pick them up from school, you got to cook dinner, so you have no time. But that's not true because you put your kids to bed before you. You, you do. You may be tired as fuck when you do that work. But you still do it. You find a way, right? right? Like it's, I mean, I, I, and again, I, I say that because I'm not picking on anybody. Uh, it's like as if I'm looking in a mirror because I've been in that boat too and I still make excuses for myself, right? But it's like one of those things where if you don't 
if you don't hold yourself accountable and you don't almost like bust your own balls, you're, you're never going to advance yourself. It'll never fucking happen, dude. Like, when you and I, we've both worked with people who, and I've seen it at multiple companies where they, the individuals, they're the first thing in the morning and they're the last one to leave and yet their number never increases. Like, and, and you sit there and you're like, A, and they're not doing anything. Yep. They're not disciplined enough to realize, hey, if I get here at 7 a.m. and the first person, the, my next coworker is here at 7.45 or 8 o'clock, that means I got 45 minutes to get a jump start on everybody. And if you're on the East Coast, you've got three other time zones that you're beating. I yep. mean, I remember when we were at a previous company and there was an office out in the uh, mountain time region. And, uh, and, and that was the one comment I remember sitting in a staff meeting and you were like, listen, they're running the numbers. They're looking at when people are making their initial call two time zones away. They're beating 75% of the people that are on the Eastern time zone. You know, how is that possible? How is that possible that you're in the office at least an hour before them and they're beating you to make the first phone call of the day? And it comes down to discipline. I mean, that's. Jocko's got that discipline equals freedom, you know, program, which is very similar to 75 hard. But I mean, if you can, if you can set yourself up, you can set your goals and you can say by 9am, I'm going to have made 15 phone calls and you do that and you do that and you do that. I don't care if you're calling the wrong person. Eventually you're going to get somebody on the phone who's going to make a connection and you, you're going to beat everybody out there. That's hands down without no issues. And that's, that's the one thing I know your kids are a little bit further along. I've been, they've been playing this Dana White clip recently. Um, and that's what I just keep saying to, to myself is my girls are young, but if we don't lose this country before they have a chance, there's no way I'm going to allow, but let alone even allow, they're going to be trained to be fucking savages. Yep. Like they're, they're not going to have the ability to sit here. My daughter's been getting up early since Christmas because she's been off. She comes down and she's working out with me now. Yeah. She's using three pound weight. She's six years old, but she still wants to do it all. She's doing chair dips and trying to figure yep. out the form. And that the world is there for the taking for people that will put in the time and be disciplined enough to take action. Well, but, but again, it's what, what were you taught that? As a kid, like were you taught that, you know, just and, 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 and whether it was, I mean, I wasn't taught it at all. No, no. And I say, yeah, I mean, it, no, I, I was, unless it was sports, I was not taught. Now, when it came to sports, at 530, my dad came home and we were outside throwing the ball, yep. throwing pitches and fielding, doing stuff like that. But when it came to anything else, no, it wasn't. But, like, but, that, but then again, I mean, and again, I think in, in you know, in, in your parents and my parents' defense, I don't think they thought that the world was going to go to shit so fast. Correct. Right? I mean, that, that definitely was not something. They may have, like, thought, like, what if, what if, but no one truly thought it, except for the, the donkeys that are behind this whole experiment, where I, I swear everything's a test. Everything is by design. Nothing has happened that wasn't in, completely anticipated and part of the plan. And it, it's it's one of those things, though, where I, I agree with you. I think, you know... The and I believe that the individual individual is the most important thing. I mean, I, I I believe that in companies. I believe that in life. I believe that in the family, right? Like, like each like think of like your. I mean, I'll use my family as an example, right? Like, there's six of us, and in our little microcosm, 
each one of their lives are the most important thing to each one of them, right? And as a, as a, as a parent, right, as a father, our job is not just to raise good sons and good daughters, right? Our job is to, you know, raise savages. Our job is to raise sons that will eventually become men, that will eventually be somebody's husband, like, 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 like you, especially with, with daughters, you're kind of, you're kind of screwed to, you know, at least for half the equation. And you got to, that's why you got to make sure that you have savages as daughters, because you know that you're raising your daughters right. I'm raising my boys right. But you and I both with our girls, we need to just, just hope to God that other men are raising their sons properly. And sadly, they're not in most cases because, trust me, I've met, I can't even tell you how many high school boys that I'm like, what the fuck is, what, is, what? Like, and I can't tell you how many times I told each one of my kids, I want to kick the shit out of their dad. Like, yeah. you know, or, or my first thing is, I bet you he doesn't have a dad. And they're like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't. I'm like, shocker. All right, well, hey, let me, let me give him some advice. And then I get in trouble. They're like, no, dad, don't, don't, don't. You'll embarrass him. I'm like. Hey, would you rather you get you get embarrassed at you know fourteen or seventeen than when you're trying to to get a job or you know discipline your own child when you're thirty? You tell me, right? But again, it's it's being a male in today's society is, I mean, it's fucking hard, dude. Like, and I think that's why there's so many men that are becoming women because it's easier to be a man and become a woman than it is to sure. just stay a man because you don't have as much. Not that there's there's less responsibility for females, but I think men they they kind of duck it by reverting to being a little boy, right, and being a forty year old boy, or being a man that claims he has you know menstrual cramps. Like, come come on, man. Like honestly, I want to personally beat the shit out of that guy's parents. Like personally, yeah. beat the shit out of him. Be like, what is your fucking problem? Like, I don't care if my son's 50 years old and I'm, you know, 85. If he acts like that, I'm kicking his ass. But but think about that. Think about, so in order for some guy to sit there and think, my life will be better as a female so I can fake menstrual cramps. At, at some point, his parents had to have instilled in him that it wasn't okay to be a boss man, but it's perfectly fine to be a boss female or a boss bitch or whatever they call them. You know, be be the big big woman on campus, whatever that. So he, this kid or individual, internalizes that to think in order to be in order to go out and do anything, I am inherently bad. So I need to become a woman, and then I can become a boss. It, it just it, it's mind-boggling that that would be – but, again, the, those parents. And we can have the conversation about hippies at some point. But, I mean, I, that I – peace, love, dove ruined this well, country. But, but, it, but, but it's, it's also the thing of these are the same people that – 20 years ago, they didn't let their kids play video games. They didn't want their kids watching violent movies, you know, watching, you know, movies with sex or cursing or whatever it is. I mean, I'm talking like 17-year-old boys. They didn't want to watch that stuff. But it's just kind of funny because I, I blame, 
I think you get exactly what you ask for. Yeah. Right? Think about it. We, You know, I know, you know, our kids know, your kids know the difference between what happens in a show or a movie, right, and what happens in real life, what's acceptable, what's not. But there's also reasons that you don't let your kids watch certain things because it's like, hey, that's not that's not cool. Like, that's not acceptable because their brain can't process it, right? But then you got to think of the term of with social media and today's like 24-hour not only like a 24-hour news cycle, it's a 24-hour just cycle. It's not even news. It's just a cycle. The camera is always on. And when, when, you, when you blur those worlds together, you take the TV world, and now all of a sudden, wait a minute, I'm the star of the show? I'm the star of Instagram? I can do whatever I want? It's really hard for a child with an undeveloped brain to distinguish, okay, that's acceptable, that's not acceptable. And, and, you know, it's like when you're, just imagine being, I don't know, imagine being a kid 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and you come home one day, and you're watching TV, and your dad is on camera dressed as a woman saying that he's a woman. Like, and expecting that to be totally okay and cool, or expecting that you're going to go to school tomorrow and not have everybody fuck with you. Right. But now... It's not, everybody doesn't fuck with you. Everybody fucks with anybody that fucks with you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I want to know the exact point in time, the the exact day, moment, whatever, that people said, hey, this is a good idea. Because I, I'm telling you, and you know I like to get into conspiracies, and I know you do too, but I'm telling you that this whole thing is to subvert democracy and capitalism. And I, dude, the, the you see it right behind me? Right? Fucking The Art of War. You read that book, you know China's plan. It's right there for all to see. It's the long game, right? The Afghans used it. The Pakistanis use it. The Iraqis use it. I'll just outlast you. That's it. I won't have to fire one single shot because you will fucking eat yourselves. And damn it if they're not right, man. Would it did and, and again we can if we're going down the rabbit hole that's I mean the is it, I don't even think it's China I think that there is there are individuals mm. even here if, if, whether you want to call them globalists or Illuminati or whatever that are controlling and are looking at this as America has gotten too powerful so now we need it's the hegemonic theory yeah, at some point that it in. had to be that point where the hegemon is going to topple and it's and and it's crazy to think that that's where you know there are people that can control that. Maybe maybe we're it's all conspiracy until it's proven not to be conspiracy. <laughs> but, well, but they, that's the problem. That that's the thing that's scary now is there used to be a time right, and and, and let's be honest, the CIA came up with the right. whole term of conspiracy theory in the first right. place, right? So, but at, at some point when every single conspiracy theory is actual truth. Like, like, I'm waiting for the dictionary to change up that, to change the definition of that and say, okay, you know what? Conspiracy slash equals now truth. Truth equals conspiracy. Because that's essentially what's happened. It's like, I can sit there and tell you I'm wearing a fucking black hooded sweatshirt. And you can be like, yeah, okay. But then five minutes later, I'm like, hey, dude, this is actually a red hooded sweatshirt. And you're like, uh, dude, it's black. No, 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 no. It's red. 
It's red. And I'll say it a million times, and you know damn well that it's not fucking red. But if you disagree with me, then you're a fucking bigot. You're a racist. You hate women. You Like, I'll throw some name out at you. And then everybody will rally around that and be like, yeah, dude, it's fucking red. What's wrong with you? Like, why? Or, or why does it even matter that it's any color at all? Why don't we just walk around with fucking just no colored shirts? Everything is just the same fucking color because we, we, we pander to insanity. Like, truly. And then that's what turns people like us fucking insane. And we go crazy and fucking fly off the reservation because it's like you can only take so much. We're like, this is a fucking... It's like psyops. That's what it is. It's it's the reprobate brain. It's the reprobate mind. That's the the whole. It, they they pick and pick and pick until you have convinced yourself that you what what is black is not black. Yeah. I mean, and that's it. Like, it's crazy. It, it, have you seen the the Putin Christmas video? No. Oh, I've got to send this. To, so there's a there's a Russian propaganda video out where Putin is Santa Claus and he come and Santa comes to a house that of a of a boy who is being raised as a girl by two men, two men uh, father and father two gay guys whatever and Santa brings a mom so that he changes so now the the son is no longer be, he, he the he changes that instead of having two fathers, there's a mother and a father, and then he brings the boy a truck and a soccer ball, and so the boy then, I mean, the the, the world is laughing at us, like that's that's the that is it, like we are being laughed at, and in the grand scheme of things, that they're doing it intentionally in order for us to just collapse in upon ourselves. I mean, that's that's the whole goal. That's dude, why fire a shot when it just can implode. That's it, right? I mean, it's but again, it's it's like um, we're we're going to get to a point where we're going to be convinced that you know, like like I'll have a talk or you'll have a talk with your kids. I'll be like, all right, guys, let's talk about the birds and the bees. Like, and this is what happens: the vagina goes into the penis, <laughs> like like or or this this big cock goes into this little cock and a baby comes out like and it, and it <laughs> yeah. lives in a fucking whatever that video that I sent you the the incubator or whatever the fucking, yeah. like like the fact that people are even thinking about that it's like okay guys they the government already tries to lay claim to our children as theirs to begin with right. do you really think you have any rights to whatever child grows up in a government facility like you're fucking insane dude and it's crazy that, like, like even reading people's notes, like, oh, well, oh, this is such a blessing for those that can't have children. Look, I, thankfully, I'm not one of those people. But at the same time, I'm sorry. But if you're, if, if you're not meant to have something, you're not meant to have something. That's what adoption is for, right? And there's so many children that need to be adopted, right? But it also goes into the whole, you know, if you look at the abortion thing, right, it's like, why are the most rabid abortion fanatics, like the biggest supporters of, of abortion, against the death penalty for sex offenders? Right. Or anybody, right? Like they're totally against it. So, so help me understand that. But then at the same time, why are the most rabid people that are so like pro-life all for the death penalty? Right. It's, it's like, guys, can, can, we, can we just get one sane person, just one sane person, we'll start there and say, hey, you know what? This guy seems sane. Does anybody disagree with him? 
but is also saying, oh, you do. Okay, great. Hey, why don't you guys have a debate and we'll all listen to it. And then we can say, hey, you know what? I think you guys both have some good points. But hey, this gentleman over here, who also seems pretty fucking sane, he has some other thoughts. Let's get them involved in the conversation. Versus this, you know, okay, everybody just cover your eyes. You can trust me. I'm a doctor. You can trust me, right? Like, like, dude, I, I just saw another study about the COVID vaccines. And it was done by Kaiser, right? So Kaiser Health Group. Yep. And they, I guess they did the first study. They wanted to see the percentage of vaccinated versus unvaccinated and deaths. So when they did the initial study, I think the first study was, and I hope I don't get the dates wrong, but the first study was done at the end of, like, 2020. And it it came back that, like, 80% of COVID deaths were unvaccinated. Makes sense, because not many people were vaccinated. So, okay, a little skewed data. But they did it a year later, and it came back, it was like 60% of unvaccinated or 60% of the deaths were unvaccinated. Okay. You know, trending different direction, but that's fine. Right. You figure more people are vaccinated. It makes sense. Well, they just came out with the most recent numbers and they were based through August of this year. So the final year is not done, but based through August, I think it was 70% of COVID deaths are, are vaccinated people. Wow. So it's like, again, help me understand this. Help me understand how that translates, right? Yeah. So, and I know you got you to get going because I know you got kids waking up. But Yeah, they're, they're getting, uh, the locals are getting restless. So I, I get it, man. Steaks on the grill for New Year's Eve. I like it, dude. I like it, man. Um, well, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, I'm definitely having some beers tonight, and then I'll be back, uh, back at it tomorrow. Sounds good. Well, no, I'll... Uh, I'll be in touch, and uh, it was fun getting back on here. I got to do it again soon. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, I'll hit. I'll hit record the right time. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, brother. All right, All right Happy man. Happy New Year to you and the family. All right, brother. You too, man. Enjoy. See ya. Later, guys.